Welcome to It's Personal, Not Just Business, with your host, Michael Flegelman. In each episode, you'll learn lessons from other successful financial advisors and brokers. You can find this show on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on swanwealth.com. Now here's the host of It's Personal, Not Just Business, Michael Flegelman. Hi, and welcome, everybody. My name is Michael Flegelman, and welcome to another episode of It's Personal, Not Just Business. And we came up with that idea, that that name, that tagline, um, as it kind of is the opposite of the godfather. Everything that we do at my company is really about developing relationships with people, and it becomes personal. It's not just business. And today we have the one and only Mr. Fred Kettler, who epitomizes that kind of personality that when he does business, it's not just about a transaction. It's about a relationship. So first, I want to say thank you for joining us, Fred, and welcome. Michael, it's an honor and a privilege to be here. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Well, I, we, we do appreciate you, we appreciate your business, and we appreciate your willingness to share ideas and thoughts that could help others. So before we go into some um, uh, more technical questions and get to know you a little bit, just, just share a little bit um, about yourself, your background, and how you arrived here today, your journey, you know, where you... you brought up and, and yeah. how you ended up in the, uh, yeah. in the financial services and the planning business. Uh, wait, give us wait, a little bit have, of a taste. Two, three hours, you said? <laughs> um, <clears throat> you, got, you have 65 more years. Uh, <laughs> so, sure, Not sure. Um, I think I probably only have about 20 more, 30, maybe, okay. if I'm lucky. My... Uh, my journey started in uh, Queens, New York, uh, born in Jackson Heights. Got, uh, we moved to a town called, a little community called Bay Terrace in the town of Bayside in Queens uh, from three years old to 19 and a half. Uh, survi I survived that. <laughs> Not all of us did. Um, and I took a little bit of a different path, Mike. I don't know if you remember, but I joined the military. I joined the United States Air Force uh, for the job that I wanted, which was a photographer. Uh, mm. I got a guaranteed job. <clears throat> and that was my uh, my route out of uh, to escape from New York. I think there was a film by that title. Yes, um, I remember that. And so, you know, my, the, my book, Smart Friends, went to college and... I think I had uh, undiagnosed ADD, and I had I had problems with focus and 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 studying that way. Uh, fortunately, I grew up in in Queens, so you know I I, I learned uh, you know by experience uh, how to how to operate right and how to, how to survive. Uh, really, no kidding. But um, so off I went, and uh, of all the places in the world, I, I was guaranteed. The job, I just wasn't guaranteed where I was going to be uh, stationed. And I got wound up getting stationed in Central California uh, between San Luis Obispo and Santa Barbara on 35 miles of coastline. 
called uh, Vandenberg, which is the Western Missile Test Range, like Cape Kennedy here. And it was a place I always dreamed of, you know, growing up. Um, Beach Boys, California Girls, like, you know, I grew up in the concrete jungle. And, you know, would you know that, you know, I wound up, I wound up, uh, you know, getting to go there and spend four years doing my tour of duty there, which was a fabulous experience in itself. And I never looked back. And um, it's really what got me my launched in, you know, how do you take care of yourself? And uh, and and it was it was a great launch pad for me. Uh, after three years, I was ready to get out. I basically maxed out and, uh, you know, wanted to get on with my life. Um, I wound up dabbling in this and that, pursuing music for a while. Uh, and ultimately, I got recruited by a dear friend of mine from Queens, wife, who was with Prudential uh, District Agencies. So in 1987, after about a year of her trying to recruit me, uh, somehow, some way, I passed and got not only my life and health and my securities license, but my property and casualty license, because Prudential required you to have all those licenses to join the, the you know, their, their mission. And, and some miraculous way, that was the hardest thing I think I had ever had to do was to, was to pass all those exams, you know, based on mm-hmm. my, uh, you know, the ability to retain a lot of stuff that I'm not interested in. Basically that that's what that was about. But I did it, and uh, 37 years ago, coming up, um, I got into this business. So that's uh, the quick and dirty of, uh, you know, getting into the business. So what, what, what got you to go into this business? I mean, you, you, you did the four years in California. You were hanging out on the beach. You were loving I life. I was doing photography, yeah, yeah. And what what was the the um, what what inspired you to pursue this? Well, she was a really good, uh, you know, she 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 was was you know relentless and was really wouldn't let it go. Every time I'd see her, they had moved out to Southern California as a turn, and every time we'd get together, it was you know you really should do this, you should do this, you know, blah blah blah. Um, I, I think what it was was I was looking for something and I knew I had the gift of gab and everything that I'd ever wanted to sell prior to being in quote sales, which I don't like the word, but you know, being in, in an industry where you have to sell stuff. Um, I always did a really good job of, of selling any possessions or, you know, selling people on whatever I was very, um, um, convincing or, or just, you know, uh, whatever the term is. Influential. But, but, yeah, influential. Yeah, it was influential. And um, it was like, hey, what, what do I, I don't have anything to lose, right? And, and you know, and it, and it worked. It really worked. Um, if, you, if you remember, Prudential gives you 13 weeks uh, at that point of like a, of upfront money. And, you know, it was like 400 bucks a week for 13 weeks. And, what you, you know, transacted in over those 13 weeks is what you got paid divided by 13 over the next 13 weeks, you know, and, and, and uh, the subsidy goes away. And it's pretty crazy when you think about it, but, uh, you know, I made it happen. And uh, there were certainly highs and lows during those quarters, but, um, 
You know, yeah. it, 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 it works. And awesome. So in the 37 years since, you have probably amassed so many interesting cases, opportunities, people that you have met. What is it that you can share with some of the uh, listeners about some of the best lessons that you have learned that is transferable to some of the listeners that uh, are on this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the biggest, I mean, there's been some really cool, uh, you know, uh, milestones or, or, or moments in, in, in this career. Um, I, th- I think the biggest thing for me right now is the fact that, uh, that people trust me with their futures, right? I, I've, I've gotten to this point now where I call myself a financial coach and with whether I'm working on my own or with my planning partner, David Bibikoff, um, you know, coaching people, um, it blows me away that, you know, what a responsibility I have, you know, so it, it was this big shift of viewpoint of, you know, I have to sell, I have to grind, you know, raise three kids, uh, and, and needed to, you know, generate income. And then I got to a stage around 50 where it became, and, and I went, I went through something that we, we may, we may want to discuss or not, but I, all along the way, Michael, I, I, you know, it's, it's not, it was not an easy business and it was a grind and a lot of rejection, a lot of, a lot of not right now, you know, call me in six months or, or people don't tell you. Uh, exactly what's on their mind and and it was just it was a grind and it was it was you know I was hustling sure. um I've gotten to the point now where it's 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 not like that at all it's you know this is like I put out an invitation selectively for people to um discover what may be possible you know regarding their finances and regarding having a better life a better future you know might that be possible and just, you know, finding people that are open to having a conversation and it's by invitation. So it's a real shift from chasing people and, 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 and hustling and going after every line of business. I'm, and I had all the licenses. I was doing a lot of group business and 401k plans and annuities and term life, group, group term, group, uh, uh, dental, um, um, health insurance, right? Um, and then personal life insurance, annuities, disability insurance, long-term care, you know, a lot of product sales, if you will, one-dimensional, the way most people, the way most agents and advisors are, they're very, very one-dimensional, not this broadly holistic view on, well, where's it all going, right? Because so, so, so that was the big shift for me. The big shift was hustling and chasing to inviting and uplifting and adding value. So it's a whole different conversation. Absolutely. You know, what comes to mind is uh, a lesson I learned many years ago. It's, um, you know, if you give to people what they want, you'll get what you want. And it's kind of like give versus get, you know. Um, most of the time, you know, if probably for the first you know period in your career, you were you were out there trying to make sales. Now you're inviting people into a process 
that is giving rather than getting. Because when people call you, you know, when you call on people, they think, all right, what does he want? And, you know, uh, years ago, I, I, I went through a program called Strategic Coach. I imagine you're familiar with it. Many advisors go to this entrepreneurial coaching program run by Dan Sullivan. Right. And, um, you know, one of the things that he talks about in his program is, you know, the um, what they call the R value question. So when a, a meeting begins, and I always like to start every meeting I have, whether it's with a new advisor that's working with us or if I'm working with a client, um, let's say you were the client, Fred, I would say something like this, Fred, what would make this meeting really great for you? Right. And sure. just by asking that, it changes the dynamic of here I am trying to sell you something versus the way I may show up now by asking that question is what can I do to make this time we spend together valuable? Right. And I have found that that is just such a game changer because it changes the view by which people see you. You're no longer pushing. You're kind of like pulling in the same direction. How can I be of help? The focus is on you, not on me selling you something, but on you benefiting from my 40 years of experience and sharing with me what's on your mind. So, you know, that's just such a huge, huge, you know, uh, change, you know, from when you uh, went from, you know, the regular way that you were doing things to this invitation um, coaching uh, approach that you're using now. Congratulations. Yeah, I, uh, thank you. Thank you. And I've had, I've had uh, help along the way, you know, uh, people like Steve D'Annunzio, who you're very close with, right? I uh, gravitated to him through David, David Bibikoff again, led me to him and it resonated with me, you know, it resonated me with me deeply on how to show up in life. And I know I'm sure. speaking your language. And what I say now is that the money follows value, meaning we get compensated in direct correlation to the value that we deliver for others. So if we deliver big value, big, you know, game changing value for somebody's future, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get paid accordingly. But it's in that order. Okay. It's not what's in it for me. It, it's absolutely what's in it for the client as it should be in life. It should be what's, it, how can we help our, our brothers and sisters, right? Like, absolutely. I really feel like that's what, that's what we're here to do. Uh, it's just sad that, you know, the world doesn't behave that way in general. Yeah, some of us do. And, you know, going back to the give versus get, you're certainly a giver. I, I know that from the years we've been working together and your attention to detail and your desire to always do the very best you can for your clients. I think it's um, it's a Thank tribute to who you are and um, and how you do your business. Um, you know, one of the things that, you know, we always get caught up in when we're in a sales business is trying to impress upon people, you know, what we know. And there was a great saying I heard many years ago, and it goes something like this, people don't care how much you know, until they know how much you care. And one of the things you shared with me is that, you know, you, you want to stop 
selling and ask more questions. And I think that that's where the rubber hits the road because by asking questions, you're, 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 you're moving off of the push to get someone to do something versus understanding what keeps them up at night. The name yeah. of my company is SWAN, SWAN, which stands for two things, Strategic Wealth Advisor Network. But the reason I call it SWAN Wealth is it stands for Sleep Well at Night. And the only reason we could get people to sleep well at night is by delivering to them good value by first understanding. First, you know, they say seek to understand then to be understood. And I know from the values that you have shared with me and demonstrated that you ask a lot of questions so that you can find out what's important to your clients. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. 100%. Terrific. Wonderful. So share with us a little bit about how you're able to over, you know, this very long and successful career of 37 years in this business, how do you maintain a work and a life balance. I'm sure you have lots of things going on both in your business world and your personal world. And sometimes they get out of whack. Like for me, sometimes I find I'm working too much. I'm not spending enough time with my loved ones. How are you able to to reconcile that in your life, Fred? Yeah, great question. Um, I'll tell you, it's, it's been a very interesting year and since the pandemic actually right uh where we all got kind of turned upside down and it was at that moment uh to backtrack a little bit i on a personal note i do i do a conscious breath work um session every thursday uh for 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 the last six years or so uh for about one and a half years going leading up to 2020, the pandemic. And then, and I can't believe we took a two year break. Like, like we all, well, I took a two year break from that. And there was a lot, you know, uh, that had changed in those two years, right? We, we shifted away from in-person meetings to zoom and, and on virtual stuff, which is phenomenal. The efficiency of that. Um, but I was led to this, life coach who I went to at a time where I wanted to speak with somebody. I was going through some personal thing and uh, just wanted someone to speak with. And at the, at the end, and I signed up for 10 session, 10 coaching sessions with this woman. And at the end of the ninth session, it was like, she's great. I'm feeling better. I kind of know a lot of this and I probably wasn't going to sign up for another 10 lessons. or 10 sessions. And at the end of the ninth session with me thinking about that, she says to me at the end of the ninth session, Fred, we're going to try something different next week. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I think you're ready for it. Anyway, when I came back the next week, I'm saying to myself, this better be good because I, you know, otherwise this is the end of probably the relationship as lovely as she was. And she proceeded to tell me we're going to do some breathing exercise with meditation and it's called rebirthing. And basically you get into a very comfortable uh, kind of comfy little uh, reclined couch chair. And 
I've done, I have done, I know how to meditate. I've done meditation before. And you basically count yourself down into a meditation, but with your mouth open and only breathing in and out of your mouth, you, you learn and practice breathing deep, you know, as deeply as you can consistently, kind of like an engine in and out, in and out, not really stopping, just consistently breathing. And man, did it take me to another place. Like the addition of the oxygen consciously and meditating to quiet your mind from thought, from other thoughts. And, and that, that, that in itself takes a lot of practice, as you're probably aware of, is the art of meditation to actually quiet your mind from any thoughts whatsoever other than the breath, you know, or, or the music that's playing. Uh, it takes a lot of practice to, to be able to quiet our busy minds. Well, this was a phenomenal 45-minute experience. And when I came out and woke up and shared with her a little bit, I said, can we just do that? And she said, absolutely. And I re-upped, <laughs> signed up for 10 Breath War. And every Thursday, Mike, I go there and treat myself to such a healing time with this woman who obviously I trust to be in that space and to be vulnerable to go into this really, really quiet space. And every time it's a little different and sometimes it's more, you know, uh, uh, impactful than others, but it's always, it's always amazing. I, I I can't even really describe other than everyone should try not only meditation, but breath work, you know, to figure out and learn how to do this, this breathing uh, exercise. And you really can't do this type of breathing on your own really needs to be facilitated. But I want to tell you that that leading up to the pandemic allowed me to just be totally at peace with what was occurring. And I just took the stand of, well, nobody wants to talk to me now about their future because nobody even knows if we're going to have a future. I mean, it was that crazy. But I was able to just relax. And I said, well, you know, I have residual income coming in, you know, and there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm just going to, you know, take this time to regroup and reorganize. And, and you know, it, it was very actually... It was a, it was a good thing for me, you know. In other words, Absolutely. to go and it really helped me shift and and really, I'm sure you as well get grounded in what's valuable. I mean, we were all very scared with what's going on. Are we gonna? Are we all gonna die? You know that kind of thing. And people were dying, and all you know, all you wanted to do is be with your children and and be safe, and 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 everything. Nothing else mattered, but you know, being okay. So uh, that breath work and that practice leading up to that was extremely helpful. And, I, and then, you know, getting back to it has been amazing for the last probably year, year and a half. So that really helps me to, to, to stay, you know, balanced in, in my psyche and also 
I've learned how to really work less uh, somehow um, and attract more and not worry about it really is the key. The key is yeah. I, 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 I really stopped worrying about like I had um, um, the word is scarcity. I learned that I had a scarcity uh, mentality about money myself, you know, and I was always worried deep down inside and I'm not going to bore you with my upbringing and my parents getting divorced and, and my mom not talking to my dad for 20 years and, and, and I'm five years old and my brother's eight and, and all the conversation from my mom was anger and we're, you know, ask your dad, you know, ask your father, where's my check and money and, I mean, really not healthy for a child at, at, you know, five years old to be, you know, faced with that kind of thing. But it, but that occurred. Sure. And so I'm, I'm really, really grateful that I got to discover a lot of self-work along the way. And it wasn't just this breath work. I was led to something actually in my teens and I was led to Life Springs uh, actually in the military at 20 where Life Springs was like S, which was which was a very, very deep five day journey into yourself. So I, I've been working on myself throughout my life um, and even come to find Matson Money. Mark Matson wound up hiring the, 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 the people who launched Landmark, which was the latest iteration of, of S and, and Life Springs on a, on a much lighter level. Wow. Landmark trainings. And Mark Matson hires the the uh, Steve Zafron, who founded one of the founders of Landmark, to be his own personal coach, and that was more of the same kind of um, teachings and trainings. So I've been around that, and you know, Steve D'Annunzio uh, shares that kind of um, you know value stuff as well. But uh, uh, all all this self work and now the breath work has really really gotten me to a place where of tr- of trust. <laughs> and that's what it is. You know, it's just trusting my intuition, which has really been the guiding light for me my whole life without even knowing it. Um, you know, I was not in touch at all with what I call spirituality, you know, uh, until about my mid 40s. But I will tell you right now, I'm, I'm quite a spiritual soul and I just have a whole lot of trust about my purpose, you know, for being here. Uh, at all. Like, why are we here? Like, what, what is the purpose? And I'm, I'm pretty clear about my purpose. And, and part of my purpose, I mean, one of the big things, not just to be uh, a loving, you know, husband and parent and friend, uh, and, uh, you know, but, but an advisor to, to really, really help others with having peace of mind around, you know, their finances and their future. Um, So, so, I know that was a, a lot, but um, hopefully, hopefully uh, the message came through. Yeah, absolutely, it was, it's great. It's a great message, and you know, there's there's no better role model than ourselves in life when we're acting as a coach. And you know, I appreciate you sharing and and being vulnerable and, and talking about all the things you've done to make you the best version of yourself. And I'm sure that reflects well in your interactions with your clients over the years that I'm sure that you're a better resource to them because you know yourself that much better and understand yourself and 
you know, the, the big danger out there for people is that anxiety and stress that is permeating our culture in so many ways due to a tough uh, economic situation, wars and hate and politics. And, you know, it's a very difficult thing. So congratulations to you for doing all this growth work that allows you to do the best job for yourself and your family and your loved ones, but also to your clients. So let's talk a little bit about who you like to work with. Who's your 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 perfect kind of clientele? Is it doctors, lawyers, Indian chiefs, um, no. astronauts? Tell us a little bit about who you like to work with. It, it, it's funny. I, I, I really don't having a, a target market, if you will. Um, I, I'm just, I really want to help everyone that's open to going down that path of discovery. People that I cross paths with, people that, uh, for, again, intuition, I'm going to, I'm going to return to intuition, Mike, because it's, it's funny, but my gut will just out of the blue, you know, Hey, you should call so-and-so or, you know, uh, follow up with, whatever it's about time and so i'm very in tune with you know i guess the forces of nature and intuition helps me to really decide nowadays who it is that i even want to reach out to and and connect with um and so i've been playing pickleball a lot um i don't invite everybody i meet and you know it's it's a gut call on, hey, you know, I was, you know, wondering if you might be open to, uh, you know, lear- learning uh, some strategies or, 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 you know, share a little bit about what I do, see if I can add some value for you. You probably have great advisors and blah, whatever I say. I don't, I can't even say it verbatim because it's just whatever. I don't have any canned scripts or anything like that. I just sure. show up with me and when it's the right energy, I try to make it absolutely beautiful. Share with the audience a little bit about how people could get to reach you if they wanted to speak to you, give you a call. Share with us, share with us a little bit about you know how do we get in touch with Fred Kettler? Oh well, my cell phone number is a great way. Uh, I always like to speak with people. Um, I think this world of texting and emails, so much gets lost in translation. I'm old school. And that, that's been a little bit frustrating, right? And trying to connect with those that you really want to connect with. And these days, it seems to be okay for people not to respond, even though you've known them for 20 or 30 years, and they just don't respond. They don't even say, I'm busy, uh, what's up? You know, just crickets, right? Sure. Uh, that that That's a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. But um feel free to give me a call or you can text me because if, if you call me from a number, I don't know, I may not answer the phone these days. Right. Because all the spam we get, but you can please feel free to text me and introduce yourself. Um, my, my direct cell number is area code 305-785-8101. That's 305-785-8101. I'm also Fred, F-R-E-D, at KettlerFinancial.com. That's my last name, Kettler. And again, Fred, F-R-E-D, at K-E-T-T-L-E-R-Financial.com. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. 
either Kettler Financial or Fred Kettler. I love LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is a fabulous business platform. It has a messaging a tool there. So connect with me on LinkedIn uh, would be wonderful. Terrific. Fred, I wanted to thank you for A, your business, your time today and sharing so generously your story um, about your life on its personal, not just business. It was great to to share with the audience um, your story, and I want to wish you and yours peace, health, and happiness in the holiday season and in the coming years. Only good things, and thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Mike, for the invitation. It's really been an honor and a privilege to be here with you today. Uh, it means a lot. So thank you so much. And uh, great holidays, everybody. Uh, wonderful 2024. Take care of yourselves a little bit more this coming year. And t- check out uh, meditation and breath work. Um, it can really be life-changing. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Frank. Bye-bye. Bye, Mike. You've been tuning into It's Personal, Not Just Business with your host, Michael Flegelman. Each episode features role models and lessons from other successful financial advisors and brokers. Thank you for your positive feedback, comments, questions, and for sharing this show with others.